I, I don't know how you would tell someone that you love them or how you demonstrate that to to people. <laughs> I, I remember when me and first me and Penny first got together, and and uh, it was it was always pretty awkward to say I love you because oh you know are they going to say it first or should I say it first? Who's going to break the ice by saying? Has anyone been in that position? Thank you. I'm not alone. I, I, and it was on the back of our, our first date, which was absolutely disastrous. I mean, if you could, anything could go wrong on a date, it happened on ours. So I, I decided to take Penny to the lovely surroundings of, of uh, Dale Abbey by the old archway there. And uh, I made a, a picnic in a proper basket for her. And I whisked her away. And I got me uh, Sony Walkman. Remember them? Sony Walkman with your plug-in speakers. Played some classical music in the background and laid out, a, laid out a travel rug that I nicked out the back of my dad's work van. It was actually a dust sheet, to be honest. <laughs> so it wasn't starting well, was it? Everything that I bought for this picnic, Penny didn't like. It was all the food I bought. I didn't, obviously didn't know well enough at that stage. Then, she, then some, I didn't realise we were in the middle of a Rambler's track. So the, the Ramblers were on their uh, party thing. So about 50 Ramblers came through our picnic and then... She got bit by a cattle tick, ended up in hospital with a bad infection. So, yeah, not, not a great start. 20-odd years later, I don't know how she's still with me, to be honest. But, uh, we demonstrate our love in different ways. There was, uh, there was, uh, it was in the news, I think, uh, a year or two ago, there was uh, uh, pink hearts that suddenly started uh, appearing in a, in a place, in a town in America, and, and uh, they said, I love you. And everywhere it was a buzz in the town. You know, what, what, where's all these messages of "I love you" coming from? And a reporter for the local rag uh, stepped in and and investigated who was placing these love hearts with "I love you" messages on. And uh, she couldn't get to the bottom of what was happening. But actually, a, a few weeks later, another message started appearing, and it was the name of the local park with a time and a date. And uh, so you can imagine a, a small town, all of, the, all of the town, it seemed to appear, came out on that particular day, that particular place, at that particular time, including this uh, local reporter who was investigating. And so all these people had gathered around and, uh, to get to the bottom of these messages of love. And, it, and uh, a man pushed through the, the crowd and approached the reporter and uh, went down on bended knee with a bunch of flowers and uh, and he proposed it was this reporter's boyfriend who had done all this knowing that she'd be wanting to inquisitive to investigate this some messages of love but there's incredible scripture in in romans and you know we think about love demonstrations but th- think about this romans chapter 5 and it says this um for we know what de- uh, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though some, someone might perhaps uh, be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed his great love for us. This is an incredible demonstration. God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. 
And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his uh, son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. What an incredible passage that is. Some great demonstrations of love that take place around the world. Uh, but none so great as this demonstration of love uh, through Jesus Christ coming and dying on a cross. Today we've been thinking about the extravagant love of God, and Sarah uh, Bradley this morning spoke so well and eloquently about that extravagant love, and I would encourage you to listen to the podcast if you missed it. But the dictionary puts extravagant in an, an incredible way. It says that extravagant means exceeding the bounds of reason, going beyond what is deserved. That's grace, in it? That is grace. It's wild, not within ordinary limits of truth or probability. It literally means wandering beyond limits. And whilst we will be limited in our own love and representing and demonstrating that love to other people, you see, Jesus uh, went beyond those limits of ourselves, where we can only get to a certain point in our lives. Jesus went all the way for us. I love that. Wandering beyond limits. That's his love. And, and, and this particular passage, I just want to draw your eyes to, your attention to something in particular. It says in verse 5 that, um, that God, God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has give, been given to us. You see, there's, uh, we were saying before the service, we're kind of in an information overload uh, culture today. And we can know about God's love. We can talk about God's love. We can share God's love with other people. We might even trivialize sometimes God's love. Uh, We can try and demonstrate it to other people. But here we read that is more than that. There is an experience of his love to embrace. Not just an expression. Not just a demonstration or understanding, but a real, authentic experience of his love through an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I love that. I love that. that that's what Paul reminds us of, that it's beyond anything else that the world can offer us. It's through the Holy Spirit and us having a revelation and experience in our own lives of his incredible love. It can't be bought. It can only be received. And it's, uh, it's true. It's everlasting. It's supernatural. We can walk in it. We can clothe ourselves in it. We can share it. We can live it. We can celebrate it as we have tonight. But it's also that important that we experience it, his love, not just teach it, not just talk about it, because that's not actually it. It's experiencing his love. And that's just incredible that Paul says that, that we can uh, experience. And it may, may not always be a fuzzy uh, experience, but I do believe when we're born again, there should be an experience of his love. I love what uh, John Piper says, and I wrote this quote down. John Piper, a great preacher, says this, logic makes no one a Christian. Experience of God pouring his love through his Holy Spirit into your heart and new birth makes you a Christian. It's experience of God pouring his love. You see, understanding isn't enough. It's not enough to be quoting John 3.16 every week. That doesn't make us a Christian. It's experiencing through the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives that dynamic force of God's love that changes everything. It changes everything. And tonight I want to encourage us to open our hearts again. And this other scripture that I've got in mind is in Thessalonians. And this is great. So 
Just think about those words of Paul there. But also think about these words in, in uh, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Got to put my goggles back on. It says this in verse 5. May the Lord lead your hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God and the patient endurance that comes from Christ. You know what that says to me? That says that there is more. That it, that there's a, that it says there that, the, that our hearts can be led into a fuller and a deeper understanding and expression of the love of God. And whether we've been a Christian five minutes or 30 years, it doesn't matter because there is a fuller measure for our hearts. And the thing that is important here, Paul says, may the Lord lead your hearts. Another version says, direct your hearts. It's an openness in our hearts to be led and directed and submitted to Father God. And I would just encourage us in that, that, that we have a fuller experience of God's immeasurable love as we open our hearts to be directed by Father God. Directed heart, it means being open to be led into a greater understanding, a greater expression, certainly an experience of the love of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can I just share something? Uh, this, this morning we prayed for a little baby called Harry. And um, parents asked us to pray. And then the last message I got from from mum was that she knows that people are praying and she really feels God's love around her. She's an experience. She's, she is experiencing in her greatest storm the, the love of God and the presence of God. And I just think for us, you know, as he pours down into our hearts and lives that fuller measure that maybe we've ever experienced before, there's something for us to, 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 it should be a leaving behind for other people to understand that as well. So uh, we, we're going to perhaps continue our worship in a moment too, but I just think it'd be great to pray over one another in this, that we, each of us in this place tonight would just experience a greater measure, that we just pray the Holy Spirit come. Holy Spirit come, reveal uh, more, a fuller measure of Father God's love for each one of us. So maybe with the people we're at, maybe... It, Forget at least in groups of three. And that might mean standing up and moving around. Yeah, yes. it's hard to move around, isn't it, without moving? <laughs> but I, let's just pray. If, we, if only tonight we just pray that prayer of Paul for the church in Thessalonica, that we would have directed hearts, that the Lord would lead our hearts into a full understanding and expression of the love of God then what a powerful prayer we prayed over one another. And maybe as we do that, maybe God will give you a, a, a revelation or a word for that particular person, a prophetic word, word of encouragement, maybe a scripture. So come on, let's just do that. Let's just for the next few moments pray that prayer of Paul that we would, there'd be a, a pouring out through the Holy Spirit of God's incredible love. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.